T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. What can I say? Just take my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to another edition of Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I'm Brian Shackman. He's John Senecal. We thought this episode we would focus on a couple things. We're going to take a look at April, sort of from 30,000 feet for both the Red Sox and the Yankees, maybe a little general baseball. And then we want to do a little deep dive into Bryce Harper, Harper getting pegged. Bryce Harper. Harper. He got a little Boston <laughs> accent in there uh, by a 97-mile-an-hour pitch. There's a lot of nuances that actually – sort of talk about baseball in general that you might not have thought about before today. So we, we look forward to getting into that, and then whatever tangents we go, we go. Uh, let's start with the month of April. I mean, for both teams, it was like the extremes, right? I mean, the Red Sox started terrible. The Yankees were whatever at the start. Then the Red Sox were on fire, and the Yankees were terrible. And now uh, we get to the end of April, and they're almost – they're not totally the same, but they're not that far apart. I no, mean, you th- you think the Yankees are t- fifteen games back? I know, but they're not. The not. I mean, no. They're one good week away from being in first. To be honest with you, so just it was know. nice to play Detroit. If you're always, you know, if you're feeling down about yourself, so you watched all the games. Is Detroit that bad? Detroit is that bad. You know, it's like if you're feeling down about yourself, you go to the State Fair. So you know? you're not totally buying into a Yankee Renaissance. Yet. Well, no, I mean they are hitting, but it's they're hitting better. But they did play Detroit, so it's not you know. It's you know, Judge had what like three home runs in the series and a grand slam. It's it is what it is. It's Detroit. Let's right. see, you know, Tampa's next, but Tampa, you know, they've scored a lot of runs, but their record isn't that great, and they're behind the Yankees. Well, what? Well, let's talk about the Yankees. What I'll say is that the AL East is not that good. No. I don't think it's that, that good, and so it's for it's there for the taking. It will get better. I would hope. So, do you think <clears throat> the Yankees rip from here? I think they're gonna. I think. I think they're going to play a lot better than they, they they only can do better, right? I mean, they have to do better, and they're going to do better. Yes, they will do better. So the they, pitching is looking a lot better. I mean, Cole is Cole. He's been Cole all season. But. I think the pitching is actually a real. Uh, the starting pitching looks like it's going to be a strength. Yeah, I it, do. It, it, and their bullpen is amazing. Chapman is insane. He hasn't given up a run yet until and it counts. <clears throat> Fine. Yeah, but I mean, he has. If you right. look at he, he has he has four pitches now, and he's 
what he's got like 23 strikeouts in 10 innings or something right. like that. Maybe he's learning how to pitch, which right. we'll talk about later when it, it relates to Bryce Harper. No, I think the Yankees, the pitching is, is a strength. You know, it's funny. They, the, the, the roster sort of regulated itself, right? They they got rid of Tuckman. They got um, Jay Bruce retired, and now they're sort of weeding out the well, dead they weight. Sa- they, sat, they, they sat Sanchez, right? Like they, they, they basically started Higashioka for a couple of games. They didn't really say, you know, Kyle, you're our catcher. Right. Um, which they should. Um, I mean, he's just horrible. Gary's just, they either got to. What is it? Is he just, you know, you know, when people get to a certain point, they just lose the edge. Well, like me, it's like, an you, eyesight you, thing or like what? Maybe it's mental. I just don't think he's really a smart baseball player. And I just think it's just everything's too much for him. I mean, let's, let's put it this way. You think he would have figured it out by now, right? They keep giving him all these chances. There's not a ton of money invested in him either. Right. Why not send him down to the alternate site and figure something else out, right? So I'm, where else is – so you think Sanchez is a weakness, but – Aaron Hicks. Okay, so what about Hicks? What do you do with a guy? What's he hitting? 157. Okay, what do you do with a guy who you thought would be a contributor? And who's... what they say about Hicks is he gets on base because he walks a lot. But you know what? It's not all about get, getting on base all the time. He's going to come up with people on base. Well, the truth is – What are you going to do, walk with the bases I, I, loaded? I'm okay with the money ball. I'm okay with the money ball philosophy. I do think that if you get on base, it's one thing. But you can't be – Batting under two hundred and have that work, right? No, I mean, if you're a two, no. if you're a two fifty hitter and you get a lot of walks, I understand it. Because at you're, least you're producing a quarter of the time. Something, something. Right? I mean, exactly. And, and so if you're batting under two hundred and you're getting some walks, you're not really, really I mean, helping the team. You ask what can, what are you going to do with them? I mean, I mean, you're going to send Aaron Hicks to the alternate site? No, you're going to release them and, and right. someone's going to pick them up and probably go to a team like Oakland or something and you'll wind up batting 375 the rest of the season. So I think what might happen, <laughs> let's see what happens when the AAA season gets going or the AA season. And if there's somebody who, who has a hot start who could use the at-bats, maybe you just let them go. And that's another thing, like totally off topic, the Martian, Jason Dominguez, the big you know Yankee guy, the Martian. He's staying in extended spring training. They're not even going to put him in the minors yet. So, and they're not saying why. What, what, I don't know much about him. So he's 18 years old now. He yep. was he was signed for five mil, five point one million, I believe, as a 16 year old out of I think Puerto Rico. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Um, what position? Outfield, um, switch hitter. Really? They, he's not tall. He's named after Jason Giambi, but he has two S's in his name, and he's they call him the Martian because he's like a freak. Hits from both sides of the plate. Looks like he's like 35 years old, right? But th- so they've been saying all along, this guy he has not played any professional, like like knock on wood professional baseball. So don't you have to give him some at bats, like somewhere else? Like you can't just put him. But in all this guy's been doing is hitting at you know uh, extended spring trainings, right. and so he's not in... coming up to the big club right away. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is he should be in the minor leagues. Right. He should be playing I'm somewhere. I'm talking about somebody coming up through. Oh, no, I, that's six. why I said totally off topic. Okay. Totally off topic. Yo, I mean, who are they going to bring up? I don't know. I mean, you, you mean to tell me, like, you can't figure something out and get and, and, and just release him or whatever? And, no, you and, probably could, but I think you'd want to get somebody. But I also think, like, some players, like, I come from, I've been watching Jackie Bradley for seven or eight years. Yeah. I know there's tons of people who bat, you know, 150 for a month and a half and then somehow get, get hot and end up at 250 at the end of the year. So maybe, you know, he gets through May and, and figures it out. I mean, it, it you do have, you know, not a veteran, veteran manager, but a manager right. who's been around the baseball a long time. Then maybe he knows how to manage Hicks well, and maybe he's just something we don't, so maybe he'll get to work it out. And, of course, the big problem is, you know, when the team's struggling, you got to focus on the guys who are really struggling. Right. So well, hopefully they're, you know, 
there is light. So hopefully, you know, we, you build on the Detroit series and you move forward. Okay, let's talk about the Red Sox. Cause I really want to get to like the, the best part of the episode. I think is talking a little bit about what happened to Bryce Bryce Harper. But with the Red Sox, are they the team that started zero three? Or are they the team that ended April seventeen and ten? And I think the truth is, there's they're, they're somewhere in between. I mean, I think they they could beat anybody, they could lose to anybody. I mean, I I could can't tell you how great it is to see. I think Bogarts. It's so strange that we say it like this. Like he might be the most underrated player. You don't hear anything baseball, about him. You really don't. But he he's got the most hits in the bigs, and he's just and he's it, raking. Yeah, and he's and JD's he's still solid. hitting. And so I I mean I think that those those two are core endeavors. Is you know hot and cold, but he's there. But you know what about it, the pitching? Well, I just think that I I think that Garrett Richards looked good. Yeah, but you know he, he turned it around, and I, I but I don't really have a feel. I mean, I, I think you know Evaldi, as long as he stays healthy, it'll be fine. <laughs> That's and, the key with Evaldi, as long as he stays healthy. That's it. Like he's 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 a power. He's a good enough pitcher. He's been around the game long enough. He throws hard enough. As long as his elbow is not falling off, right? He's gonna service you. But here's what I want to say about the Red Sox. They, I think Red Sox fans need to calm down. I, the the key for me is. Where do you want to be at the All-Star break, and what do you want to do? Like, if they win the division, that's great. Do I do I really, even with this start, do I expect them to win the division? I really don't. I mean, I still think the Yankees will emerge. I don't see Toronto. Uh, I don't, I don't see think the Tampa. pitching is going to help Toronto. I don't see Baltimore, obviously. So right. there's a chance. I mean, I do think it's going to be a Red Sox-Yankees division, but I think the Red Sox should be happy with a competitive season of the wild card. I just People got so excited because they dug themselves out of like writing the season yeah. off that I think that people have lost well, a little perspective well, it's not on only, the quality of the team. It's not only that. It's also that people are just so excited in general that baseball is back. So it's overemphasized. Like, like I, I, I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, they're playing fantasy baseball for the first time, and I'm like, you got to pump the brakes, right? right? Like, the season's long. It's long. Wicked long. So much can happen. Oh, so you'll do it with them, but you won't do it with the, your old Channel 30 no, group. No, no, it's too much pressure. He was a commish for fantasy, fantasy for baseball like, for a while. Yeah, a long time, like and 15 years. And then he just years. quit, and it's, life has never been the same. And I haven't done it in, like, probably, like, eight years. I think was, that was, like, six, seven years ago probably we did yeah. it. Yeah. We quit. So you, you were picking it up with the boys? I, we just did it, like, uh, him and a couple of our friends in town. We did, like, a weekly thing. You just put set the rosters weekly, which is a whole other thing. Right. Like, it gets so annoying. You're like, I just want to switch my team, but you can't do it. Well, and also on the flip side, ba- baseball is a difficult fantasy. Like football's easy. You set it once a week, right. and you're fine. Well, baseball, that's why we did it this way once a week. Yeah, if you do it every day, it's, baseball, it's a lot. Sure, it is a lot. Uh, he's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I, I really want to dig into this because, like, this is baseball. So uh, Bryce Harper gets hit. I would say glanced. Although well, you can't really talk. Two about- two players hit. Didi got hit. Didi got hit before that. And then Harper gets hit. Really, it, it wasn't a direct shot to the face, but it was still a 97 miles an hour, they right, said. And it could have ended his career. Girardi went and, nuts. And we want to talk about two different things. The one thing I want you to talk about is sort of like what happened after. Like he was not hurt, right? I mean, he, I think he left the game, but he's yeah. back in the lineup. He, well, yeah, he went on and he he posted something on Instagram, like I think it was that evening or the next day. And he was, you know, was basically saying, I'm here, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah. Everything's good. And then, according to like, um, I guess one of his coaches, he reached out to his, uh, how do you say his first name? Genesis? Genesis? Genesis. Genesis. What was his last name? Cabrera, I believe. Genesis Cabrera. He's got that accent, ague or, or what yeah. have you. Genesis Cabrera. Reached out to him and was, you know, you know, very 
Bryce Harper-ish. If people like know Bryce Harper's story, he's very religious. You yeah. know, he's he's not the, the the person that everyone makes him out to be and on the baseball field. He's just a very intense player, and it comes off as very douchey. Right. You know? Right. But, I think that's what the word probably a lot of right, people Right, but he's use. not. He's a really good person. He's a family man. He's married his high school sweetheart right. or the girl. Right. Anyways, so he reaches out to the and guy. What did he say? And he basically says to the guy, you know, everything's cool. You know, I get it. You know, if if you need to talk about it, you know, I'm here. To talk about it, you know, you know, keep doing what you're doing, that kind of thing. Because he saw that the guy didn't, it wasn't perfect. Well, you could see, like, right when he threw it, you know, the guy was just like, oh, my God. And he did it, you know, he did it with Didi, too. But, you know, he's a young pitcher, you know. And, right. and, that, and I think Girardi came out and went crazy. And I think that's what he's saying, you know, this guy's out of control. Well, here's the deal. Then after, after I read, you know, Ryan Zimmerman played with Bryce Harper in Washington. And I think he was asked about it. And he basically said... That's what baseball is. I'm paraphrasing. That's what baseball is in 2021. Everyone wants people who throw hard. So if you're 21 years old and throw 98, they're going to rush you to the big leagues. And the point is some of these guys don't know how to pitch. Right. And they don't know where it's going half the time. And when you're messing with 95 to 99 miles an hour, that's a dangerous game. And the question is what do you do? I mean, what do you what do you do with that? I mean, teams can put anyone they want in there, but if if a guy does pitching is an is kind of an art. Throwing hard is like God given, right? I right. mean, there's all all sorts of mechanics. Well, it's not only it. that; it's how they grip the ball too. When you see the slow motion of the ball coming out of a pitcher's hand, it's not like you're watching a little league kid pitch and it's coming out of their hand. It's coming off their tips of their fingers. It's right. not coming out of their hand. So, like fractions go wrong, and that ball is here, yeah, not here. You know, I mean, and I'm, it's crazy how fast when you look at that pitch from behind home plate, behind the camera, yeah. the pitcher, insane. So I, I mean, I've always long held. I mean, I think being a quarterback might be the hardest thing to do in all of professional sports, but I think being a baseball pitcher might be tied or second. I cannot believe that these guys throw hard, consistently within, within a box. I mean, you know, even just throwing BP to my kid, I, I'm three feet outside every time because I don't want to. I don't want to do anything. And I mean, imagine throwing all out. So even if you're, you know, Roger Clemens, it's an incredible achievement. But it's if, a, it's if, a, it is a treat watching Garrett Cole pitch. I'm, I am like glad he's on the Yankees because I get to watch him pitch all the time. Like that guy is like an artist when he pitches. Right. And that and but there's he, only a few of them out there that right, can and, do that. And not everybody comes out of the womb like, like Garrett Cole or Greg Maddox, who just knows how to paint it. And so, I think that's because the money's so big now and the need for speed is so intense now. Right. They're, they're rushing people to the bigs, and it, it hurts the product, but it also makes it dangerous. And that's the sort of takeaway from Harper. It's like, you know what? People are like, oh, it only happens a couple times a year. You want you shut up. And I said, fine, you know, maybe <laughs> I should. But the point is, is that it, it could end. It could be a Tony Conigliero-type moment at any time, and I, I don't know how to stop it, but the guy, I don't know much about the guy who hit Harper, but clearly he does not a pitch yet. No. I can't imagine what it's like to stand at a ball coming almost 100 miles an hour. I've stood in when people have thrown it like low 90s, and it's like the ball sings to you. I don't even know how you can hit it, though. That's why these guys... You I, recognize it and get out of the way or hit it. Right. And I, well, I think... I think lo- it's probably easier to hit it than get out of the way. Well, I think they, <laughs> the, the guys who hit fastballs... 
I think a lot of them are just guessing the pitch, and if they get it right, yeah. they crank it, and if they don't, they strike out, and that's modern-day baseball for you. Obviously, you have to have great hand-eye, great timing, great discipline, but the thing is is that a lot of times, they're just like, if they expect a fastball, they're going to jump on yeah. it. If they get a change-up, they're going to look silly. You know, that's and it's bo- usually the pitcher misses the spot, too. <laughs> right, but that, 99% you know, that's of the another time. thing is when you really talk about baseball, and I, you know, I'm not getting too detailed, but... You know, I, I find it amazing that they can take as many pitches. Right. Like, I mean, I, I would figure, like, you have to almost make that decision the second, not second, the split second it right. comes out of their hands. And then for them, that's why I was always amazed at how plate discipline someone like David Ortiz was because I would be, like, swinging no matter what. Yeah. Well, that's and, how the Yankees were, like, last year, the year before, in 2019, the Savages. You know, it's like... They they lay off, they still do layoff pitches, but not as much as they used to. They got to get back to that. They would lay off pitches. I mean, it's insane. Major League Baseball players in general do not swing at bad pitches. Yeah, I find that crazy when the ball comes at you that quickly and you have to make that decision. But I think they're so good. That's, that's why where, they get paid so much. But that's money. why, stu- like, if they know the pitcher, they study the video. They can they look for any little tell Nowadays, that lets them crazy. know right so so they have to increase the odds of knowing they what probably the pitch got a, is. they probably got a stack of stuff in their locker when they walk in on the starting pitcher and the guys that could possibly pitch. Well, that's the thing with like with a Pedro at his best, which was amazing, is that he truly mixed it up to the point where there's no way the hitter knew yeah. what was coming, and, and he if, didn't care either. To be honest with you, no. But if you had a a great a good curveball, a really good change, and a 90 mile, back then 92 was worth it. And if you had those three pitches and they don't know, they can't get a beat on you sequentially. Well, you could throw them all for strikes. You're almost unhittable. Yeah. and That's uh, what Chapman's doing now. He's throwing them all for strikes. Yeah. We'll I saw, see if that happens. I mean, and has there been any talk in, in Yankee camp about, what was it, Garrett Whitlock, the Rule 5 guy? Have we talked about him at all, the Rule 5 guy they got from, from the Yankees? Have you have you not read into this at no. all? Oh, you got to read into this for the next episode. Because this is this guy uh, is, is he with Boston now? Yes, uh, his his name. I mean, it's been all over the place. I mean, his name's Garrett Whitlock. He just let up his first run. I feel like I remember the name, and I, I'm pretty sure he's a Rule Five guy from the Yankees. And I mean, he's been he's they're grooming him to be a starter at some point. But he's basically you know 14 innings pitched, you know eight hits and 19 strikeouts, and they got him for. For nothing. So, well, the rule of five is like, you got to keep them on the roster, right. or you got to sell them back to the, give them back to the team for like fifty right. grand or well, so. You, clearly, you pay like fifty grand for them and clearly, keep them on the roster. Yeah, clearly he's getting it done. But we'll talk more about him. no one better than the rule of five guy in Major League Baseball. I mean, if they work out, right? Well, even if you don't, you just kick back. You know, you can't go down. You can't go down. They're going to be carrying your bags the whole year. That's it. That's it. You get new Nikes and Oakleys the whole season. That's right. You get that contract and you get your service time. And but good for him though. That man. is it. Yeah. You know, I don't care what team you play for, man. I love the underdog story. We should do a whole episode on underdog stories. I've been reading a lot of stuff about these guys that have been coming up this year and making their major league debuts because okay. a lot of the um, different like feeds, social media, have been putting it out. And there's been crazy stories about these guys of ju- ju- junior college guys, guys that were out of baseball that came back. Right. Crazy so stories. Here's what we'll do for next episode. We'll each pick uh, a 2021 underdog story, yep. and it'll be different, and we'll pick our favorite under, underdog story in baseball ever. Ever. In terms of players that just made it out of nowhere or had that one hot streak. I mean, you could even go back to, like, you know, uh, Tim Wakefield, who was a position player in the Pittsburgh system. and Turned he was into like, a pitcher. They're like, yeah, and then not only that, I mean, he, he – Or Jorge, he got, who was a second baseman. 
Yeah, totally. And and they made the, they switched gears and they had near Hall of Fame careers or what have you. So that'll be the next episode on fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. Obviously, enjoy yeah. us wherever you're enjoying us now. If you want to see our ugly mugs, you go to YouTube. If you want to listen to us, you wherever you are now, Spotify. Apple, Spotify, and please listen, share, and like. And we will see you next time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.